Hi, this is Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I have Shai Kohan, Vice President, Fraud and Risk Intelligence Business at RSA, to discuss how the evolving fraud and risk intelligence platforms are helping practitioners to map risk and detect threats early. Thanks, Shai, for joining me today. Appreciate it. Shai, so you have been helping organizations handle their fraud and risk intelligence right. initiatives, right? So, do you think the organization's networks are dynamic than ever? I think these days you look at organizations' networks are very dynamic and resulting in increased fraud and risk. So, what is your insight on that? You know, when we look at fraud, we look at kind of the whole picture, fraud in, in multiple channels. Uh, we call this concept omnichannel, which means that, you know, if a fraudster try to uh, get into uh, financial institutions, you know, get tap on uh, financial transactions. Uh, they can do it through web, they can do it through mobile, they can do it through the call center, they can do it from everywhere that they have access to the bank. So our job is really to correlate all the incidents and, and, and make a profile of the identity and the person so Every time that a fraudster tries to pretend to be a genuine user, we know to put a high, high risk on the transaction. So I'll give you an example. If you, uh, as an individual, try to, you know, buy using your credit card, on, online purchasing, but you usually do it from a specific location, you know, using a specific device, you have a buying pattern that uh, I usually do if we see, so we learn you know, your pattern. And if we see change in this, you know, profile, we tell the bank, this might not be a genuine user, the transaction might be risky. So as a result, we provide a high risk score for the bank on the transaction, and then the bank can decide what to do, either to decline or do a step up authentication, like giving you uh, send you SMS so you can put password or ask your uh, you know mother median name and all this uh, we call it one-time password or uh, step up authentication. So what I see is despite all these efforts that you all make and the partners make still the frauds happen. What do you think why are the CISOs or the infosec practitioners unable to detect those alerts or act upon them. See, when a hacker is there in your environment for so many months, why aren't they able to detect? So, so we, we always assume that the fraudsters we are one, one step ahead. And they are thinking about, you know, access in areas that are not as, as protected. So, for example, you know, when you start to use Apple Pay, Google Pay, and you have some FNC going on, you know that they will try to hook that, right? If you remember, before we put chips on a credit card, they were able to remotely read the, the, the magnetic line and, and get the credentials. So what we are trying to do is to think ahead as fraudsters and try to predict, you know, the next move. That's why I believe that, you know, a machine learning systems and, uh, and uh, what we call a risk-based ana- analysis is, is going to, in many ways, to, to be able to be ahead of the fraudsters. The reason that they are still successful, to your question, is because 
we don't able to protect all the ecosystem. So, you know, if you think about, again, you as an individual, you have access in many, many different areas. So you have credit cards, you have bank accounts, you have mobile. Sometimes you, you walk to the branch, sometimes you call. So what we are trying to do is really to see you everywhere and kind of create a correlated picture. The issue is that sometimes we don't get, as an industry, I'm not talking just RSA, we don't get, you know, all the all the base protected. And as, as we add more and more channels, you know, the coverage will be much, much, much better. So as a thought leader, if you were to ask our practitioners, InfoSec, CISO, CSO, to wear a fraudster's cap, so what should they do? So, is use product that they can actually provide input from all the channels. Because at the end, if we as an, an as an industry, you know, always give an input to wherever we see, we share. If we share knowledge, if we put all the information that we know and and feed this to to product that do all the correlation, it will it will really help to get a much better picture. The thing is that, that many times, you know, as a community, we are not we are not sharing knowledge. So if a fraud happened in, in one bank and, and, and the bank don't share the same fraud information with, with the other banks, then we don't able to correlate all the inputs. So call for action is, is knowledge share and information sharing through an API that product like us offer in order for us to cover all the bases. But then how are they leveraging technologies, innovation, like you talked about artificial intelligence, machine learning. So how are these technologies or any other being used, leveraged by CSOs in addressing the fraud? Right. So what, what you know, our product, which is a risk-based analytics, product like, like us mm-hmm. are, are building on uh, uh, their ability to, to learn and to correlate information. Now, if if we don't get the input into into uh, you know the system, th- there is no there is no information to work on. So uh, I, again, the industry need to work on a lot of data inputs of fraudulent activities into the system. So uh, a machine learning or a risk based engine. Can, can work on something, can, can do the algorithm to correlate information. But without the data, without the knowledge, there is nothing to work on. And, and that's why it's so important that, uh, you, know, you know, again, as an industry, we share knowledge with each other. If we use the ecosystem and different, and different product to detect fraud as an input, you know, that, that will, that will yeah. help. There's so much of talk around risk intelligent platforms, right? Yeah. So I would like to understand from you, how is this risk intelligence platform different from threat intelligence? The, the, the risk is potential, right? It's like where we can be vulnerable. So for us to analyze the risk of, say, transactions or banking activities, in order for us to, to analyze, we worked on probabilities, right? It's not proven attacks or proven... It's kind of identified the risk by seeing something different than, than the normal. Threat is something specific. Here we are talking more about potential vulnerabilities into the system by identifying different behaviors than we expect. So again, we build profile of you and me as, as a consumers 
And if we see activities which are anomalies or not follow the profile, that's how we calculate risk. So again, it's not it's not at the point where we know it's attack. It just we assess that that can be possibly a potential risk. So more often, most often I hear technologies like blockchain is helping enhancing authentication for enterprise security and in fraud prevention. So how realistic is this? I think that's uh, yet to be seen. The algorithms that are more like popular today to, to, to do is, is big data analysis algorithm, which are not you know, blockchain based yet. So it, so it will be interesting to see. In, in, in every technology company like us, we have a team that we call them the data scientists, that they actually learn the, the data possible scenarios and, and use a different algorithm to, again, do the, the, the overall calculation and analysis. So, so we'll see how this, this will play out. Yeah. Uh, as, as of now, to, to my knowledge, it's not, it's not something very, very common uh, just yet. Uh, so most organizations, you must be talking to a lot of customers. So every organization, they have different divisions. Fraud is different and risk is different. And under fraud, you have aided financial frauds, aided frauds, and yeah. risk also operation. But then, how does one integrate these functions to contain a breach? So, is there any new framework being involved in this? So, I think that the, the, the struggle is, again, my opinion, we are, we are trying to protect the enterprise, right? But in case of, you know, financials, we also need to protect the consumers. So... We still know that there are many enterprises that look at tools and technology to protect the enterprise, which is different tools and technology that they use to protect, you know, their their, their consumers. And it's and it's still not fully integrated because it's different. It's different needs, right? To protect access to the enterprise of users to bridge is different than you know protect against fraudsters who's trying to steal from a consumer when they do transactions so so again it's we know that there is at this point i call it fatigue of vendors fatigue of of too many tools and there is some consolidations going on in a in a in, in the industry we have a customer for example that we know for sure that they are using and i'm not exaggerating between seven to ten different tools just to protect against fraud. And uh, the trends that we see that uh, everyone is now looking for, as uh, they call it, enterprise fraud management platform, which do you know everything end to end, from the ability to detect fraudulent transactions all the way to case management. And there is like one place that you kind of handle all of it. There's still some niche areas that they need different different tools. But again, the, the, the first vendors that will be able to easily integrate through an API, as I said before, different input into the system, I think will win. And it's, it's, uh, again, it's something that is going to be improved and developed all, all the time because, again, the fraudsters today are not people who are just going and, 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 and steal you know, your money. They are very sophisticated you know, software engineering. So it's, it's like a real, real world. Thanks, Shai, for sharing your thoughts on how to tackle frauds using integrated risk and threat intelligence platform. Thank you, Gita. This is Gita Nandikotkur from ISMG. Thank you.